Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe, the gruesome twosome. Hey, <laughs> there we go with the Canadian shit. Uh, for anybody who's interested, uh, if you go onto our community podcast, uh, excuse me, if you go onto our Facebook community group, uh, you will learn all about Joe's uh, my Canadian heritage. Here we go with that. <laughs> Brother Michael Alchendor, your ass up. No do to boot it. <laughs> we'll start from we'll start from the top here. Uh, the Podcast.com. I'm uh, I haven't got to it yet, but I'm going to be making a Fourth of July shirt that I'm going to be donating the proceeds to the Wounded Warriors Project. And now we're going to get into shout outs. It is time. I missed them last time, which I regretfully informed that I missed them. But we're going to do two toasts. First one, brother. Joe Oxley from becoming for becoming an entered apprentice. So I am super proud of him for that. So we're going we are chan our cans are charged. Joe, lead the toast. All right. Right hand to arms. Arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire good fire fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 Next one. You want to recharge me? Much less this time. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I got to watch this one. Oh, jeez. All right, fine. Whatever. All right. Next one. Uh, we are going to also toast brother Michael Alchin for being raised to the, to the sublime degree of a master mason. So, brethren, right hand to arms. Arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together. Viva. 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 All right. Again, as we were talking about before, the Freemasons Podcast Facebook page. We actually didn't have a like, but yeah, eh, it happens. Really? Yeah, we didn't have a like this time. We also have the community page. The community page is on fire. If you want to see some hilarity and join in with the rest of the podcast crew as well as our listeners, we have links on there. We got Michael Olchin on there. We got Gideon Bookleman on there. We got them all on there. We got brothers and non-Masons alike. We have ladies on there. We have a lot of fun on that thing. It is non-stop hilarity. If you want to join it, please answer the questions and this week it's been something else this week has been just this i I wake up on a sunday morning like get up still wiping the sand out of my eyes 
and I, I'm just looking at I'm getting blasted. I'm getting blasted, and that's all I'm going to say about it. You have to answer the questions and become part of the community to see it. But you know me. I like to take shots at people. I can't lie. I cannot lie. I am thoroughly enjoying you getting freaking bashed. And I'll I tell you what. I know you would. Because the attention has been off of me for so far. It's been on me, excuse me, for so long that it's for nice the to pod, see. Since the history of the podcast. <laughs> since the beginning of this. The attention's been on me between polar pranks and lollipop guilds and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. It is really, really nice. Um, I would do another toast, uh, but I'm going to just say congratulations on your new starring role in Chucky. Why, thank I, you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> if you want to see what that post is all about, go, uh, on go to the community, community page. page. It's, it's, it's fun. It's free. You just have to answer the questions. Answer the all questions. All right. We do have <clears throat> we do have one more toast to do. Uh, I'm going to do them together because Joe tried killing me last time, but uh, actually... Uh, we'll do them separately. Why not? All right. Apple reviews. We had two. Yay. Are they current or are oh, they like current. from a month ago? They are Thursdays. They are th- they are from Thursday. All right. So Apple decided to finally get off its high horse. And, and not take three weeks to approve a review. Take And Gideon's still isn't here, but whatever. I've already read his. All right. Love this podcast. Thursday, five-star review from Susan number nine. Wow. As a good friend of Warshall Brother Joe, a.k.a. Joe Normus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Susan. I've always been intrigued by the world of Freemasonry. This podcast doesn't just let me experience what Freemasonry is like, but also answers a lot of my questions. I think what you're doing with this podcast is awesome, not only for the men that are involved or interested in being a Freemason, but also for the women in the in their lives that are just as interested. Of course, my favorite part are when you guys bust each other's balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, Joe has my vote for best hair. Sorry, Gideon. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I knew I could count on so, Susan. <laughs> we're gonna give a we're gonna give a Masonic toast to her. Right hand to arms. Joe, Joe, you. I'll lead. do it. All right. Right hand to arms. Arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together. Vivat. 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 All right. Can we frame that one? Can we print that up? Put that on the refrigerator? <laughs> Do whatever I'm gonna, you want with it. I'm going to put that in a frame, put it on the refrigerator. All right. Last you, one. And uh, I wanted you to do Susan's because I definitely wanted to do this one. One of the best Freemason podcasts. I can't read the rest of it because it's cut off. But it says, one of the best Freemason podcasts. Five-star review from Mike Hambrecht. Oh. Mike the intern. Mike the intern. Wow. Thank you, Mike the intern. Awesome. These guys are fresh and entertaining. They keep working on getting better, just like we do as Freemasons. Their show started off a little bit raw, but it was refreshing to hear Freemasons behaving like the men they are. As time went on, the episodes got better, and as did the raw nature of the show. The show has progressively gotten less explicit and more informative. I am really glad that these guys are doing all this for all current and potential Freemasons. That is very nice. That very fair review. Absolutely. Very accurate review. We, we've uh, evolved I, since we first started. And I've said it. it since day one. You know, we started off as a rough Ashlar and we're, Absolutely. we're getting better as we go. And a lot of that is, is thanks to him giving us Absolutely. some advice and whispering good counsel to us. Absolutely. And, um, and helping us out with that. So thank you, Michael. 
Absolutely. So, brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together. Vivat. 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 All right. Uh, I also want to uh, direct everyone's attention to our YouTube channel. We I just added, actually, the last episode we did live. We're going to be doing more and more live. Uh, and I apologize for the fan in the background because the fan killed me. I didn't realize it until it was too late. But we're working on our sound and audio quality. And if you want to help us with that, sign up for Patreon. At can help us buy an AC. Any contribution. <laughs> it's kind of warm. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, any contribution you can give to the podcast, it helps us get uh, an air conditioner, which <laughs> <laughs> or a big block of ice or that we can sit on. Either ice. or, uh, but it also helps. I would like to get some GoPro cameras, and I want to not GoPro cameras, but maybe some high definition cameras, yep. and stick them on the wall so that it's not just done for my iPhone, but right. I can actually link it right in the computer, and it'll look much much better. Great again. We yeah. need we need some funds. We can't, need some help. Can't squeeze juice out of a rock. That's right. all I'm saying. So we're, we're just every little bit helps, even if it's the three dollars a month, hell, dollar a month, whatever you can give. Well, let's talk about Patreon real quick because what I just did was I added Discord to it. And if anybody doesn't know what Discord is, it is much similar to our GroupMe app, and where now you can actually sign up for Patreon. I will send you the Discord link, and it is a direct text message to us and all of everybody who is part of our podcast community page who wants to join it or anybody who's a patreon can actually have a direct link to ask us questions ask anybody anywhere you want instead of putting it on facebook where you know you fire a question in, you can actually fire a question in directly and it will blow up all of our phones and we'll have the questions immediately like a text message right off the cuff um, on top of that you can also uh, you know just Shoot the shit with us, break, right? <laughs> break some balls, and you can and, converse with Joe Normus on a real time basis. <laughs> so it's I like have a, that it's link. Like, uh, those old Miss Cleo numbers, you can call get your fortune read. Who, 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 who's the father of the baby? <laughs> you could call Joe Normus, and we can chat. <laughs> but I have that link. If anybody's interested in it, sign up for Patreon, and I will most certainly do that. Also, we have Reddit. Uh, our my Reddit username is you forward slash the freemasons podcast i haven't posted anything yet but uh if you want to put some, some stuff up there certainly tag us in it and uh we'll be putting more and more up there all right let's move on to franklin's 13 virtues we're going to pick a new oh color. boy we're picking another one right now huh i have been clean for the last few days that was cleanliness was our last one right i've been good you have been good. I've showered. <laughs> I shaved. That's right. I broke your balls. I, I won't get into the other things. Apparently, I shaved for my upcoming role in the new Child's Play movie as Chucky. <laughs> Not just my face. But anyway. All right. So what isn't known is I have my oldest of three boys up here with me tonight. So we're going to pick a new card for Franklin's Third Turn Virtues. Come on over here, boy. I'm going to let him pick the card. Have I let you pick a card yet, Joe? Yes, I, I picked right. uh, Silence, I believe I picked. All right. Any card. Any card. Pick one. All right. He picks Order. 
All right. Thanks, kiddo. All right. Order. Who's that guy? Is that Pythagoras? That is Pythagoras. Look at me. <laughs> Very proud of you. I even pronounced it right, too. Is that why you had me read it? I did, okay. because I couldn't understand. <laughs> why are you going to give that shit away? Come on, seriously now. What would I do? <laughs> All right. Order. The card is order. I'm going to be posting the picture on the Freemasons podcast Facebook page for all to see. This is the virtue we are going to be practicing this week. Let all of your things have their places. Let each part of your business have its time. That is what brother, uh, worshipful brother, right? Or most worshipful brother. Most worshipful. Most worshipful brother. Franklin, uh, Benjamin Franklin said. All right. But anyway. Keep, in, in layman's terms, keep your physical possessions organized so that you can always find what you need. Do the same with your time so that you always have time for things that are important to you. If that's a struggle, adopt some form of time management or a smart approach to one's possessions. If you have too many things that it becomes very difficult to keep them all straight, then this is a call to start downsizing the less important things. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So that is our card for the week. It is order. I will set, I'll put that on the Freemasons Podcast Facebook page for all to see. And uh, our last card, what was it, Joe? Our last card was cleanliness. Cleanliness? Yes. You said you did well. I did really well. Showered. Showered. Shaved. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was going to say. I'll stop there because there's, there's children in the room, but you know, it rhymes with landscaping. <laughs> uh, cleanliness. I... Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty easy one. So there's no need to to really delve any more into it. But all right, so let's get into our topic: alcohol and Freemasonry. I actually, it's either alcohol and Freemasonry, or we can even go as far as saying alcohol in the lodge. I know that in the state of Connecticut, uh, it's part of the new insurance policy that lodges have to form into a bottle club, which basically absolves the lodge of any type of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, John? Liability. Liability, thank you. Liability in the event that somebody gets smashed and the lodge can be basically come after. Um, I don't know what the policy is for any other grand jurisdiction. I only know what we had to do as the lodge... Uh, here in Morningstar and, and across the state is you yep. had to form a bottle club. You have to sign a resolution, which is hanging on a wall, um, and basically state that you know the lodge is absolved from any brothers. Uh, the rules right now, as they stand, is we have actually a bar over here mm -hmm. right across from us. Um, actually, when you're watching a live video of us, that's where the phone is for the live Facebook uh, video it's we actually leave it up on the on the on the bar it's like a, I don't know, what, what do you call this just a wet bar or just a i just call it a bar just a bar it's just a it's a cabinet it's a liquor yeah. cabinet basically yeah I, you and, can go with uh, that too what we basically do is put the phone up there but anyway uh it's in the cabinet um part of the rules are is that if you bring something up you have to have your name on it if right. you were to share it with somebody you've now shared that liability so for instance uh I have a flask over here, which is full of a tasty beverage that you have tasted, which, by the way, I'll give you again. Why, thank you. <laughs> but what I've basically done by doing that is I've taken the responsibility 
of giving you my drink. So every drink that's up here has to have your name on it. And that's pretty much the understanding now is that now this is my flask that has my my right. drink in it. And I'm taking responsibility for you by giving it to you. Correct. So that is pretty much what the state of Connecticut's law, well, not laws, but you know that's their, their guidelines right now. Yeah, either that or you're completely dry. Mm-hmm. You have no alcohol on the premises. And there are lodges in the state of Connecticut. And there are that have chosen to do that. That have chosen to go dry. Um, the state of Connecticut, and I've talked to other brothers. Uh, I think it was actually brother Mark House um, had said that they don't do table lodges in Ohio. Yeah, we don't do that. I, I could be mis- I could be uh, mistaken. Uh, again, uh, brother... Uh, Mike Cambrick is also from Ohio, so mm-hmm. he may have he may come back to me, you know, next week. But like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but certain jurisdictions, certain jurisdictions in Ohio also, may, right. uh, and not so much jurisdictions, but some lodges may. Right. That's maybe on a lodge by lodge individual basis. Um, and actually, I have a question for Mike Cambrick when he listens to this, brother Mike Cambrick. Um, I was actually I heard, overheard um, at Commandery that the state of Connecticut actually had a lodge that was in Ohio, um, and they were instrumental in hmm. kind of forming the Grand Lodge of Ohio. I don't really? know how... That's, yeah. That would be I, interesting I think to find called, out. I think it was called New England 1. Okay. But anyway, Mike the intern. Help Brother us Mike. out. Do you say help, help us, us out, out. Something. Let us know. Uh, but anyway, back on the main subject... Um, some lodges may not do table lodges. And table lodges in the state of Connecticut, are, what are they seven toasts? Yeah, seven, seven mandatory seven toasts. Seven mandatory toasts However, that we do. you can add ceremonial toasts on at any point. Mm-hmm. A brother can stand up, do his own toast, right. and then it's usually customary that whoever he's toasting replies back with their own toast. <laughs> so it can, it can, it can get, get up there. It can get up it there. It can get up there. Um but that's pretty much it. You know, the funny thing is this podcast doesn't do nearly as many toasts. No, I think the nearly. most I've ever seen is maybe three separate. Maybe I think I've done four. four. I think I've done four. And I split my the toast that we do up here. And I also want to add that it's not a full shot of alcohol. Oh, sometimes it's barely a splash. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not splash. even alcohol. It's just more of a, it's more of a, um, the principle of it more right. than anything. Or um, some, some. Not no, so a nice want- person might take a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue and fill it with ginger ale, <laughs> and people think they're having Johnny Walker that was Blue. Hilarious. But you got a couple people. I did. I have to actually two things. I thought that was hysterical, so I'm in your corner on that one. Yeah. But number two, you're actually wearing a New England Patriots shirt, so I have to keep my ball busting to a minimum today. Well, my my heritage was attacked on the community <laughs> page today, and my allegiance to certain countries. So I decided tonight I was going to come and. Wear the red, white, red, white, and blue with the New England Patriots to to show it's you know it's not a New South Wales jersey that I would prefer to be wearing right now, but you know I got to show my 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 country's pride. Uh, you're welcome for the assist, by the way. Thank you. Uh, but um, uh, getting back on the alcohol thing, um, it is by grand jurisdictions rules in what they decide. Some I'm sure are dry. Some of them allow alcohol. But and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's a real source of contention. It really is. When really that is. edict came out from from our Grand Lodge, it oh. was it divided our lodge. People were firmly on one side or the other. Right. 
I look at it from a historical point of view, and this is where I'm bringing it up. I'm more of a history guy, so one of those History Channel babies. I'm as a you History like Channel say. baby. Yeah, I get it. And, I am too. And you know, I I love the history of it. And you know, maybe I'm going off on a little bit of a stretch here, but the Green Dragon Tavern, yes, was the building or the bar that was below St Andrew's Lodge. I think it was St mm-hmm. St Andrew's Lodge Number Two in Boston. Right, and that's where our basically our roots, our country got started. Was the the they broke for refreshment and went to the tea party. Correct. Threw some tea in the water and came back to the bar and you know they hang out. But you know you know there's a lot of people who've said that oh you know Freemasonry is losing membership. We need to go back to the old way of being secretive and you know being you know okay okay I got it. There's some value to that argument. And I've always said, well, how far are we going back? Because if you go to the 1900s, all right. But if you go to the 1770s, they were above bars. Right. Goose and Most gridiron. Most of them were in The in Goose tavern. and Gridiron. Ton Tavern. Ton Tavern. That's where the Marine Corps got started. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain there were Masonic meetings held in that They tavern. absolutely were. I think it was St. John's. I could be corrected. Again, I don't have Fat Chuck Rocco because I don't know where the hell he is. He's, he's <laughs> off doing fact-checking things. But... Tun Tavern. The Marine Corps got started in Tun Tavern, which right. was a Masonic lodge. You have the Green Dragon Tavern. You have the Goose and Gridiron. So social, and again, understand back in those days, the bar, or I don't that know, was your social bar. media. Page. That was your social was media Facebook. place. The bar was Facebook. Yes. So you know, this is where it all got started. You know, this is where they, they're, for lack of better words, their prime recruiting ground was. They went downstairs and, you know, especially in the Green Dragon Tavern during that, during the revolutionary period, mm-hmm. which is great, um, you had people who, when they would go into the tavern, if they ordered a tea, they were a loyalist. If they ordered a coffee, they were not. Right. And that's where, you know, St. Andrew's Lodge members, you know, Paul Revere and whatnot, would come over mm-hmm. and hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got and this they blue it. petition form. No, I, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> potentially. It might not have been blue, but no. still. <laughs> but, but still. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? That's how they, they, they kind of recruited. Right? Pretty much in those days, you hung out. If you were going to hang out, right? Mm-hmm. you either hung out at church, which right. was also the school in most cases. Correct. Or at a tavern. Uh-huh. Those were the places where you socialized. Right. Now we do it online. Right. Now we but do it online. In, in those days, that's all you had. Right. Church, school, tavern. Right. And basically, you know, I, I feel, and I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to say that Freemasonry needs alcohol or needs that that need for, you know, you know adult ref, you know, beverages or anything. But what I am saying is, it's kind of intertwined with what we do. Well, we the, by the fact that we have in our ritual, and I won't get into the specific words of it, and if you think I crossed the line, edit it out. Mm-hmm. But we have in our ritual, when we open and close, and we talk about the duties of the junior warden, we talk about refreshment, and we talk about making sure that brothers aren't converting the purposes of refreshment to intemperance or excess. So by virtue of the fact that we have that in our our rituals, it's almost saying we realize it's going to be present. Therefore, we have somebody in charge of making sure it doesn't go too far. 
And to me, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's an admittance that it's there. Right. When we're at refreshment, whether it be downstairs, whether uh-huh. it be any, because refreshment encompasses not just in the physical lodge building, could be anywhere. Temperance and excess. I mean, right. Like, and, but we have that right in our in the language of right. our ritual, pretty much saying you can have refreshment. Right. But we have somebody who is going to be in charge of making sure it doesn't go too crazy. far. Right. Absolutely. So by that, it's an acknowledgement that, yeah, it's going to be present. I mean, to, to be perfectly honest, in perfect example, uh, we have Jimmy's downstairs. Great restaurant. Yep. Yep. Great bar. We have three petitions just from down there. Right. Not shocking. Not the shocking. The bartender and two other patrons who asked, what's Freemasonry about? Right. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that this is the social setting. Right. Right. Now, and it's granted, not- you, don't want, you don't want crazy Larry in the corner who's falling over his drink. But, you know, as we as Freemasons, that's part of your job is to walk into a social setting. Granted, nowadays it's social media and everybody's on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. But the social setting has always been the bar. We have investigation committees so that you can physically look somebody in the face and talk right. to them to get to know them. So, And that's when that decision is made of do they belong in the lodge? That's the responsibility of the investigation Absolutely. committee. You can get a pipeline going, just right. like I've referred to on prior podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like putting a job uh, and a job ad right, right, in the right. paper. You're going to get 100 applicants. You're going to pick one. So, so let's get into the other aspect of it. Let's get into to, to the alcohol and, and the lodge. You as a Freemason are charged to basically control yourself, so to speak. Subdue your passions. Subdue your passions. You, that's your job as yourself. So when, I'm sorry if I've had, you know, one too many, I myself, that's part of my job is to know okay time to cut me off right not you know there's there's some people who can who say you know what i'm done i've had enough i can't make it i'm done the other end of it is that's part of the brotherly thing is that's why you have a junior warden to say yo he he's done or any other brother for that matter any other junior warden doesn't absolutely i would have no problem coming up to you if i felt that you were not okay and you you couldn't drive home or you had had too much I'd come put my hand on your shoulder and I'd whisper in your ear, I think you've had enough. And I'd have no problem, you know, you're a past district deputy, mm. um, whatever, your rank with commandery, mm. I get it. But I, as a brother, because we're all on the level, rank would come up to you and say, I think you've had enough. And if you were a good brother and a good mason, whether or not you agreed with me, you'd right. say, Okay. You wouldn't push back, and you wouldn't give us a hard time, even if you were like, "I'm totally fine." Right. However, okay, mm. you're my brother. You're my, uh, you are your brother's keeper, and you're looking out for me. Right. I'm not going to give you a hard time. Okay. So it, it's you know it's never been, in my opinion, alcohol being the problem with the lodge. To me, it's always been whether or not that brother. Um, you follow what I'm getting at here? Oh boy! Big hogs! Oh, the mountain uh, is here. The mountain is here. Um, it's it's never been. What's up, brother? Ralph? How you doing? I'll get you a mic in a second. I'll pause it. Um, it's never been a problem for me 
where alcohol is the problem. It's always been the participant of the drinker or the person who partakes. Yeah, somebody who's taken it to excess. That is the problem, and that to me is where you you get the brotherly thing. Because I'm sorry, right. I'm not going to let you, brother worship, brother Joe, leave this lodge room if you're freaking sideways. And right. if you are, I'm going to make sure you get home safely. And I'm there's been instances where you've done exactly that, right? So. It, that is my whole... Not frequently, but it's happened. You know, I feel like, you know, and I'm not trying to get too political, but they have this whole thing with guns. Guns are bad. Guns are bad. No, the guns are not bad. It's the people who wield them. Right. It's not your, 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 it's not your everyday licensed gun owner that goes out on a shooting spree and, you know, does these things. It's the people who shouldn't have them to begin with. Right. So I agree. You, you know... You take in the in the instance of of alcohol and the Masonic Lodge, you know it's not the booze that's causing the problem; it's that brother. And I think that also plays into us, you know, quote unquote, guarding the West Gate, right? Because you want to bring in quality people, but you want to make sure you're not bringing in somebody who's a drunkard, who is, you know. Uh, mentally incapacitated in any way. Mentally incapacitated. No loose with the lips. Who right. knows how to be right. a normal person. And I've said it before. If you have a thousand people petition to lodge, take your best three. Right. Or take your best two. Or you maybe, don't need to take 50 of them. Or maybe none of them get in. Right. That's so, the big piece of it. And a lot so of people are afraid to I have to never felt that West game. like it's... I've never felt like it's the alcohol being the problem. It is the way that it is handled about the lodge. And right. if you got a good lodge who knows how to go police themselves, police themselves, you don't have a problem. It'll never become a problem. But that's just that's just my whole take on it. Here's go ahead. Here's where I'm going to turn the, the table on you a little bit because we have we've had this discussion. And before you get going, Joe, I just want to say, uh, Raph, give a shout out. Good afternoon, brothers. Welcome, Welcome Raph. Good to have you here. Say it again, Raph, because I turned the I, turned, <laughs> I had the mic down. There check, mic. check. <laughs> you good. got me now. You're good. All right. Good afternoon, brothers. We have the mountain in the house. Woo-hoo. <laughs> like when Brittany said you were moving mountains in your terror rating. <laughs> that was great. That's Rafferty. <laughs> that was hysterical. That was hysterical. But all right. But anyway, Joe, continue with your thought. So yeah. So I was. Uh, Saying I was, I was about to turn the tables on you because we had this debate in our lodge and it got pretty heated. And I got to the point where I said, Hey, look, how many hours are you in lodge a month? Right. Two, three? Let's call it three. If you can't go without alcohol for those three hours that you're in the building, not saying mm-hmm. in a in a tiled lodge, we that's just not allowed. That talking, no, not even. You know, before be clear, that does not happen. You are not allowed to have right. alcohol. As a matter of fact, our lodge. I get pissed off when anybody brings anything other than water to lodge. Because and if that's question, if you mess up, you leave your bottles there. Right, right. right. But yeah, yeah, so I'm talking before, after. If you can't go three hours a month without having alcohol, then there's a problem. Right. And your brother should be counseling you on that, mm-hmm. or, or somebody should be. Right. However, if it were me, it's like, hey, we can either have it, and somebody's going to take it to excess, and potentially we could lose our lodge, mm-hmm. because even though it's set up as a bottle club, right. I've been in the insurance industry for a quarter of a century, because I am old, mm-hmm. and I know how lawsuits work, and I know how liability works. You're a redhead, too. You could say, and I have no soul, so I, I'm good with that. Uh, 
but you could say all you want and sign any papers you want to say, hey, I'm not liable. You sign this. Right. That doesn't hold up. And even right. if it does, you still have to go to defend yourself. So in that defense of the lodge, you could still spend all your money. We're, we're not this big money-making machine that the Illuminati has us being. <laughs> and Specifically Alex Jones. Exactly. <laughs> so if it's go three hours a month without alcohol versus losing lodge, the lodge and the craft that I love, yes, I can go somewhere else, but your, lodge, your mother lodge is your mother lodge. Right. Um, yeah, I'll give up three hours or a month right. of drinking. So that's when it be- when it came down to that, and people were going back and forth, and in essence arguing over. I'm like, look, if you can't just say, hey, for those three hours a month, I'm good, then that's a bigger discussion than than what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. Um, but you know, if you have it, and you have your a junior warden who's aware of his responsibilities and doing his job. It won't be an issue. Let it's me just not. also add, uh, again, without getting into two specifics, we've had brothers who've had a problem with alcohol or whatever, and we've pulled them aside and said, "Listen, dude, you're getting a little, you're getting a little." Yeah. That's the right the thing to do. And we've had to actually counsel them and talk to them and say, "Listen, you know, you gotta but dial we, it back." Right. But we also didn't do that during lodge. We didn't do it during it lodge. Was, it was done after A couple lodge. brothers approached and actually pulled to the side. We need to talk mm-hmm. and counseled without making it a major scene. Right. Right. And on top of that, Whispering we also learned that it wasn't just an alcohol problem. It was it was many other problems that were that were going on. And we don't need to get into specifics. I'd rather I'd rather not. But it, it was more than just the alcohol. It was the, it was a lot more than that. It was it was mental issues as well. So, I mean, to me, it there's a balance. There's a balance. There's a, there's yeah, a balance. Absolutely. I can't go too far either way. Right. Uh, but but that's I mean that's that's my take on it. I've never seen alcohol as an issue in the lodge, rather than a brother having an issue with alcohol. Um, we we pretty much all follow the guidelines, you know. Even you know you know things you know have been mentioned about this podcast about our you know, our drinking and everything. And and understand, I, I've said that you know it's. We don't actually drink that much when we're doing a podcast. We really don't. I'm sitting here no. with a ginger ale. Right. Honestly. Is that another ginger shot? The is, that problem- what doing? <laughs> is that what we're going with? The problem has always been the perception that we're giving. Understand that we are, this podcast in particular, is trying to, um, we're, we're kind of a facade in a way. As best like I've said it before, we are trying to attract a certain age group, and it has been put to me as well that you know, well, you know, you also have to consider the you know the the forty to however old from there, but the forty from however old to there isn't listening to what we're doing. No, and there's a separate campaign for that. Right, there's a separate marketing right ploy or not ploy, but uh, marketing. Not that I want to be clear. Not that alcohol is a is a 
a selling point. That's no, I don't want no. that. I want to be. I want to be clear on that. That's not what my selling no, but point it's a, is. It's a level of entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Thank you. There's, yeah, there's it's a exactly level of entertainment that we're bringing that you're not going to get anywhere else. It's it's similar to wrestling. You know, everybody's like, "Well, is wrestling fake or is it real?" Yeah. I mean, it's it's scripted. <laughs> it's scripted. Those are some of your horrible jokes, but but, oh. but not like this show in any way, shape, or form. But <laughs> there's still a an athletic prowess associated. Got me. Got me. <laughs> There's athletic prowess associated with performing. It might be right. choreographed, but right. those guys are jacked and they're athletes. Right. And I want to be clear on that. That's, you know, we're not athletes, especially not you. I mean, just taking a look. Just, just on a physical. You could be a jockey if that's an athlete. <laughs> we're going to go there. Speaking of wrestling, you could do midget wrestling. <laughs> All right. All right. But, uh, You're going to get ganged up on it. That's fine. That's fine. You got two fat right. guys with you. I We're going to stick together. I expected it. It usually it. happens that way. Yeah. But, again, you know, it, it's what we're trying to do is portray Freemasonry in a different light. And that's what we do with this podcast. It's a laid back. It's, it's, you know, it's a laid back brothers hanging out rather than this is what Freemasonry represents. We're we're just showing right. our personalities is all it is. Right. We're we're not we're not holding lodge during a podcast. This mm-hmm. is not what happens during lodge. These right. are brothers that have established a bond through the craft of Freemasonry, hanging out and talking about masonry related topics. Right. But and that's all it is. Let it's me not- also add to that is that, you know, Gideon was up here. And you know, there's a couple pictures with Gideon and with a beer, and he's in the East, and he's got a hat on. And I, I'm sure people are going to have a major league issue with some of the pictures that we've put up of Gideon. That oh my God, he's wearing the hat, or oh he's wearing the chair, he's in the, sitting in the chair in the East. And yeah, but you know what we've done by doing that? Gideon is at home right now in Amsterdam. Filling out an application because we right. made him feel like family. Before he was even a Mason, we made him feel like family. That is how we bring people in. Absolutely. That have, is a- have you ever been to an installation or another meeting where the master might have his, his son there? Mm. And the son he puts his son up in the chair and puts the hat on him. Yeah. Gets a really good picture. Right. It's the same thing. It's, it's, no it's not done in a disrespectful way. It's, hey... One day this could all be yours, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, has he, has he? Little man, come over here. When we were in New Haven, where did you sit? Did you not sit in the big chair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I put you in the big yes. chair, didn't you? The answer is yes. Yeah. You sat up there. You didn't wear the hat because I don't think there was a hat available. But you sat up there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You ever sit on your father's lap? And he lets you steer the car as you go when you're a little kid. He's still working the pedals. Absolutely. When you're driving down the street. It's the same thing. It's the same. Hey, I'm going to give you a little test drive. And it, there's no harm. There's no disrespect. No. You're not putting your kid in jeopardy when you right. have him help steal the... I've, so, I did that with my daughter so when she is, was like five years old. But what is the difference between my putting my... Ten, or, what are you, 11? 11. Uh, <laughs> what is the difference between putting your 11-year-old kid and Gideon Buckelman in that chair and making him feel special? 
You've drawn him in. Right. Now he's made friends. And, you know, Gideon, you are our friend. You Absolutely. eventually will be our brother. But you were our friend. And we did something for you that I'm sure you will never forget. That is how we bring in new guys. That is how we make them part of this craft. That is how we build back what we are. Right. And Gideon's impression leaving here wasn't... Oh, here are a bunch of drunks that showed me a good time and oh. let me do all this crazy stuff in the lodge. He's like, here's a, a group of men that gather together that have this bond mm-hmm. that I want to be a part of. That's, that's right. just uh, such a strong bond. And they can be serious and they can have fun mm-hmm. and they can do their ritual. Right. But they're, they don't have sticks up their butt. They can actually have right. a good time. Right. So his impression going back wasn't, oh, wow, I got to drink and do this and do that. And, and I get like, wow, it's a great group of guys. I want to be a part of that. And I get the whole other side of it. Freemasonry is serious, and we need to, you know, we need to be serious, and we need to. I, I understand that. Absolutely, when you tile that door. Right, when you tile that door. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. You are a thousand percent. That, that was perfectly put. But before that door is tiled, you know, if you show somebody respect and you show them, you know, and you put them in the east and you, you put the hat on them and mm-hmm. whatever, they're having a great time and they're enjoying that. Right. They're they're feeling part of something that they're that they're that they want to be part of. And you're giving them an aspiration, something mm-hmm. to aspire to. Right. And, and that's pretty much it. I mean, even the, the sword. I gave him the Knights Templar Sword of Honor to hold. And he was in all his glory holding that thing. Right. And, you know, I'm sure comments were made about the picture of of him holding the sword or wielding the sword. But again, you're missing the back end of that. The back end of that was, holy shit, I get to hold a Knight's Templar sword. I'm actually holding right. a Templar sword of honor. And as much as it meant to him at that moment... Right. If he advances in his Masonic career and becomes a Knights Templar, he'll never imagine his perspective on that then. Right. He'll understand it and appreciate it that much more when he truly understands mm-hmm. what an honor it was to right. hold that. That not everybody gets a chance to do. You never asked me to hold your sword. Just but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's, it'll just give him a whole different perspective. And, and again, I, I just want to throw it out there on top of that. You know. That, you know, he held a sword. He held something. He It's something he's never going to forget ever. I remember when I, I brought him to the train station when he left. Mm-hmm. And and one of the major things, he sat there on the, like, we're sitting there waiting for the train. And all he was doing was scrolling through his phone, looking at the picture, saying, wow, the, like, what a night. What a night. Yeah, he'll never forget he'll that. He'll never night. forget that. That's what we need to do with people who want to join Freemasonry, people who are interested in Freemasonry, is to do exactly that. We need to make them feel special, make them feel comfortable coming in the door. That's what's important. That that's what's good. You know, I'm sorry, but yeah, and I get yes, we have open houses, right? We have open houses, right? People who are interested in Freemasonry, you know, let's say, I mean, we've had a couple open houses prior when we were in the church, and it was just. Straight belly flop. It was nothing. It was a it was a joke. But if somebody comes up here, a young guy comes up here, and all of us Masons are there in the lodge in tuxedo, it's intimidating. That's what we took away right. from get- Gideon when he came up here. We were right. down at the bottom of the stairs. We met him. And we were approaching. Hey, 
what's up, Gideon? <laughs> like, that's the way somebody wants to feel comfortable being received. Right. I picked him up from the train station. I was the one that actually yes. picked him up in right. Stratford. Mm-hmm. And I see him coming up because I'm looking at his Facebook picture, looking for the guy to come off the train <laughs> as the train rolls in. <laughs> and he starts walking towards me. I walked up to him, and I gave the guy a hug. And you right. went, and Dr. Said, Dreamy, you're here. Oh, Dr. McDreamy, your hair will never be as good as mine. His hair is better than but, mine. And then I messed it up. <laughs> but that's how we welcomed him. His first introduction to our group right. in person was he had a, a brother, not a brother of his, but a brother mm-hmm. of the fraternity. Mm-hmm. Welcome him and give him a hug and say, yeah, hop in my car, let's go. Right. Which is a little scary when you think about we it. We came yeah. up here. Yeah, but you know what, though? He came up here and we made him feel welcome. Absolutely. That's how you get people in. Open houses, yeah, great. You know, and the other thing is that I know there's uh, a grand, uh, a a big over thing of let's, you know, let's hand out pamphlets. Yeah, we're going to hand everybody pamphlets. Uh, nobody reads pamphlets. Nobody reads pamphlets. They're going to throw them in the garbage. Honestly, every time pamphlet- you see somebody I get, uh, handing out pamphlets, go look at the garbage. Yeah, look at the garbage. Exactly. You're going to see the majority of them in there. Yeah, Raph already shook his hand about, about me swearing, so... <laughs> I'll That's his first one tonight, though. Edit. <laughs> yeah. I will edit. Don't you worry. Um, but but that's how we, you know, right. the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, everybody's got a great idea. We're going to handle pamphlets. You're part of the membership committee. And you're part of the membership committee. And, but what is that membership committee doing? Not a thing. They're either handing out pamphlets. And then you say, well, you're part of the membership committee. And they look at you like, well, what do I do? Right. Hand out pamphlets. Hand out pamphlets. No, we Every, did it. We did it in a different way. I took we it, on did a it in a different way. That's we that took re- it on a podcast, and we he felt welcome from the minute he walked in here, and then we brought him up here, and we had a couple brews. And I'm I'm reeling this all back into the alcohol thing, is because you know we had a couple brews, we broke a couple drinks, and I'm sorry, but you know part of you know becoming a uh, not so much a brother, but you know. Making relations with somebody and, and getting to know them on a personal basis is to break bread with them. Right. Right. That's part of the alcohol part of it, uh, in my opinion. We went over to the Brookside. We sat down. We had a burger, a real American burger. Right. Not, not McDonald's. Not a freaking pita. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we had a couple beers. We cracked some beers. We got to know one another. Right. And that is part of the social part of alcohol when it comes to a lodge that makes it all kind of coincide, in my opinion. Yeah, and it always has throughout the history of Freemasonry. Correct. It and, always has. And to add to it, no one ever forces you. No. Mm-mm. No. It's not, you don't come in here and you have to drink to sit here. No, absolutely not. If you have no desire... You don't. We've been compared. Uh, well, you know, somebody had once said to me, "Oh, oh, well, you're 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 making it seem like a college fraternity." When have I ever poured a drink down anybody's throat, Steve, brother? You know, uh, you know, our senior warden, our junior warden, brother Steve Saxton. He's never drank a drop during a podcast. Not one single drop. He made the whole polar thing. He started the whole goddamn polar right. thing. Perfect example. He's never had a drop, not a drop of alcohol during a podcast. And now so Raph drinks f- ginger ale. And, and, and Raph drinks ginger ale. Ginger ale. <laughs> 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 but that, that's my point. Is 
you are to police yourself, but when you cannot no longer police yourself, it is the job of your brothers to police you. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell. And, and again, I've said it before. Alcohol has never been a problem, just like guns are not the problem. Alcohol doesn't force you to drink. You know what I mean? Right. My beer that open bottle, bottle over there. My beer bottle's not sitting here talking to me like, no. drink me. And if it is, then we have just a problem. Like, just like a gun saying, don't no, shoot me. It's it's your choice right. to put it in your mouth. Like a lollipop. Like a lollipop. <laughs> Like a what? Lollipop. Like a what? Lollipop. Like a what? Lollipop. But uh, anyway, I think we pretty much covered it. What I think, think we did. I, I think, think we did. Uh, we did it in a in a manner that I think is uh, very very appropriate. Yep. So, but next podcast, what do we feel like talking about? Do we do another live one? Maybe we make Thursdays live, Sundays we make a Sunday. Yeah, man. There was a request and comment saying, hey, we should do lives more often. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. If so, let me know because maybe I'll start wearing like different outfits. and Listen, if you want a little better, more gel in your hair. Let me just first by start by saying, if you want more live, donate to the podcast. Become Patreon. You can become a supporter. Yep. We'll get better cameras. We'll get better equipment. I am not made of gold. I don't have bars shooting out of my ass. So I will I'll throw not, this out. If we get two new Patreon subscriptions this week. Okay. Or before Thursday. All right. So you have to edit this pretty quickly. <laughs> we do have a meeting right after we're done with this. So right. so try to get it out there. If we get it before Thursday, two new Patreon subscribers, I will wear an outfit very worthy. Oh, of a live podcast. Oh God! Um, is it going to be, be named a, later? Is it going to be a Canadian jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. It might be a New South Wales jersey after they beat Queensland. <laughs> oh, but oh, that was ugly. God. I'm sorry, Michael. Shots I'm sorry. fired. Shots fired. But no, I've got I've got quite a few. Let me just start things by saying, I can wear. Let me just start by let me let me just say this. You probably don't watch rugby. So my assumption is you actually did your homework to take your shots. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely. I was I was in my driveway lighting my smoker this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going through trying to get the live stream. Oh. And the match was already over. <clears throat> Our time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the score was 6-22. to 22. Oh, yeah. It was downright ugly. I will be completely ignorant and say I know nothing. So here, apparently, the new nothing South thing, the New South Wales and Queensland uh, Queensland rivalry is like Yankees Red Sox. Really? So in essence, if Michael Waltrin was a Yankees fan, when I posted a picture of him in that blue uniform, that you'll see if you join the community I page seen and answer it. the I five seen questions. It. I already seen it. I already seen it. That would be like the oh. equivalent of me putting him in a Red Sox uniform. <laughs> It was no, bad. It's bad. Like, I table. hit him pretty hard. Let's go on this table. Yankees or Red Sox? Eh, more Red Sox, but don't really care. I'm just waiting for you to say Mariners. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers. Mets. Oh, God. Best quadruple A team I've ever seen. <laughs> funny story. I got a funny story. I got a funny story. So me and uh, a couple of buddies of mine actually sat out in... Uh, the old Yankee Stadium had Section 32. Do you know what that's called? Sec- at Yankee Stadium? Yeah. No. So the bleacher the oh, that's where the yeah, bleacher yeah, yeah. creatures are. <laughs> we sat out there, and here comes this kid wearing a Mets jersey. And all of a sudden, from the back, you hear, 
It's a bird. It's a shit bird coming over from Shea Stadium to <laughs> shit on our cars, right? Not five seconds later, here comes the soda. Boom! Hit this kid dead in the yeah, chest. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> now, that's in New York it a lot of. hysterical. Actually, Shea, which it's now City Field. Is so not like that. No, no, that's that's specific to Yankees, Rangers. Is, yeah, <laughs> I was at a Rangers playoff game oh, against Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm not a Rangers fan. My family is. Hold on, I think Earl said it best last time he was on a pod- <laughs> <laughs> spitting on the floor. Yeah, but Devil's some guy fan. showed up in his Penguins jet, like the nice satin jacket, embroidered logo, everything. Oh. They dumped mustard on this. You know what? Guy. Not for nothing. You're asking for trouble when you show up at a I game agree. and your team's not even there. I was a Hartford Whalers fan. I used to go to the, when they played the Rangers. I'd wear underneath my sweatshirt, <laughs> jacket zipped up, but I knew on the inside, yeah, I've got this. <laughs> when I took my daughter to a Steelers game uh, earlier this year, I had my Patriots shirt on, but I had another shirt on over it, a jacket zipped up, and I'm like, all right, we're good. But I know you don't have to know, but I know. I I was at the Meadowlands in New York for a New England Patriots-Jets game. And I was on the... Oh, third. God. You want to talk about a rivalry? That's a rivalry. I was on the third tier where a gentleman was wearing a New England shirt. New England scored. Wait, are you a Jets fan? I'm not into football that okay, much. Okay, that's so. a better All right, answer. All right. That's, that's a better answer. Great I used answer. to be a diehard Because let me Jets tell you, this podcast was... Either it was going to get shut off quick or you would have heard the pummeling. It's going to become like an episode of the Geraldo <laughs> show. That'd be a, lot, be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I think the of two fun. of us could make it happen. I think it but, would take a lot, but... It might take a lot, but... I'll put you up on my shoulder and we'll put the trench coat over there like in the old... Uh, well, that gentleman wearing the New England jersey ended up going over the wall. Oh. oh. See, here's this thing. Joe's a New England Patriot fan. Yes. I'm a New England Patriot fan. And the best thing is I could see me and Joe fighting, but Georgie, who's a New England Patriots fan, just biting at your ankles. <laughs> that would be hysterical. We'll take him down. So, but, uh, we'll be like the uh, Lilliputians. <laughs> and he'd be like Gulliver. Hey, you know, you don't even on a know. side note. His face. What is that? I know. I'm ignoring him. I already know. He, he's had this shit lined up since he got home. No, actually, that, like, just, that, that just, just came, came to mind. Really? Came I saw the I'm, <laughs> I'm sharp like that. But let me just say, uh, does anybody know what JET stands for? It's actually an acronym. Yes. What does it stand for? Just end the season. Goddamn right. All right, so the, for the Freemasons Podcast, I am your host, Right Worship Brother George Mudry, and signing off. Worship Brother Joe, signing off. Brother Raph, have a good one. Bye, Chucky. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play?